Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Uh, you got Ken and BZ, Sophie and Mike, FIFO and Rod. Uh, the people want to know, was the mic still on? I'm saying. Thanks for listening to a new episode of the Is the Mic Still On podcast. My name is Kenneth B. Inch. Joining me on the show, we got Mike C. Town. Satin. Modest Media. Hello, man. Uh, BZ430 uh, is out the room, but he'll be back. He's with us as well. Raphael will be joining us uh, shortly. There he is. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Sophia's absent this week, but sitting in for her returning to the show, we got Jai. What's going on, brother? Yo, year, year. What's up with y'all? Chilling, man. How you been? Man, just day by day, brother, day by day. <laughs> how, how was that birthday? You know what? It, normally, I'm not even a birthday person. And this year, it felt like I was supposed to be a birthday person. You couldn't be a birthday person, even if you wanted to be. (laughs) Like, you know, it was cool, though. I didn't trip. I'm not outside, like, I'm not outside fighting nobody to about putting on no mask or, you know what I'm saying? When was your birthday? April 30th. Me and BZ got the same birthday. Oh, damn. I didn't know it was the same day. Wow. I didn't know that. Same exact day. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's wild. Mm. Yeah, mine's Wednesday. Oh, Tor- oh, I'm gonna say you almost made the Taurus again, huh? You no, just- he, he Taurus. Yeah, oh, you still Taurus? Like one day. We in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we outside. Inside. Mm-hmm. Is the mic still on? Is broken up into five parts. We have our word of the day, facts only. We do our topics of the week, common commentary, and we end the show with our past the mic segment. So thank you guys as always for tuning up every week. Also, I want to say, um, you know, apologies last week that the show ended up dropping as late as it did. Um, we ran into some technical difficulties with the, uh, with zoom actually, I'm gonna call them out zoom. So they held our recording, uh, in queue, uh, pretty much all week. So I had to send them a ticket, but, um, it's out there now. So we appreciate, um, you got your, the patience that you guys showed. So, um, so yeah, thank you for that. So anyway, let's jump into our word of the day. The word of the day is, or week, sagacious. Mm. Turn the volume up real quick. Sagacious. So right, I'm going to play it one more time. Sagacious. Can I try to spell that before you define it? <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to go with sagacious. I'm going to go with S-E-G-A-I-T-I-O-U-S. Sagacious? No. <laughs> Dang. You got the second letter. You got the second letter wrong. Oh, it's S-A? Yeah, it's yeah, S-A. I, I, I thought about that. There, thought- there were other, yeah, so I, I'll spell it. It's S-A-G-A-C-I-O-U-S. Hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. So, 
Yep. So it's an adjective, the origin, Latin, early 17th century. The first definition is having or showing keen mental discernment and good judgment. The second is wise or shrewd. And the examples are she could always rely on her mentor to provide sagacious feedback. And the second is the op-ed provided a sagacious viewpoint of the recent controversy. I like so there that. we have it. All right. I think I've heard that word before. I just didn't remember the definition. Yeah, it's, it's a good word. Yeah. I think I like that. Um, all right. So facts only. Well, it's more of a comment. So, um, but it's from Black Shinobi 22. So he wrote, this is more of a comment, but just listen to the new episode of Nothing Right. FIFO left out a huge factor when it comes to sneakers. 80% of people waiting in line make money off the resale of the sneaker. sneaker. Check out Stocks app or go for resale. And most bots are straight add to the cart so you can skip the online line. Basically, it's all about the money that's made in the aftermarket. For example, $190 pair can resell up to $300 to $400, depending on the amount released. Love the show, y'all. Keep it up. Um, yeah, I don't think they ignored the resale part of it. Um, I don't think they just explicitly said that. <laughs> So. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we all, I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah. I right. didn't know that. Yeah, you did. You didn't know that? Uh, We've talked about it before. No, nah, I just want to point out that you just got served. That's all. I want to make sure you recognize the fact that you just got wrecked. <laughs> that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I don't like putting that out there. It, it just because it makes me mad every time. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to me, the worst part about resale is that some of these sneakers that they're buying to resell don't have the aftermarket value like they used to. So you're just basically getting in the way of people buying shoes. And because I go on StockX all the time, and some of the markups be at this point for certain shoes, yeah, like twenty five, thirty bucks. So I'm like, you stop someone who really wanted to get a pair of these to actually wear them just so you can make twenty five dollars. Like that's whack. It's super whack, man. That's all they get for. Uh... It depends on the shoe. Uh, some shoes, uh, some shoes uh, are expensive. Some shoes okay. do sell for high, but some of the shoes that they're just rushing to buy out because they think there might be a market, they end up being no market. So you make twenty, thirty bucks and just for nothing. It's like gotcha. right. it's just lame to prevent people from buying shoes that they actually want to wear just so you can have, you know, what I mean, like a night at Applebee's or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. It's stupid. Mm. All right. Well, yep. Thank you for that, Black Shinobi. Um, we appreciate it. Um, we're going to jump into our topics of the week. What you got, BZ430? All right. So I'm pretty sure y'all heard about what uh, Boozy, Boozy Badass, and said. Nope. Oh, you didn't? I saw people mad at him again, so I figured he said something real stupid, but I didn't, I didn't feel like clicking it. So this is yeah. what he said. So I'm just instead of they they got the quote of what he said on, on his I guess IG live. I'm about to play it though. This shit's crazy. Ain't finna get my son no motherfucking shit out here. I'm training them boys right. I'm training them boys right. Ask in them my 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 nephew. Ask in them. Ask my son. Yeah, they were twelve, thirteen. They got hit. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, hell yeah, I got my fucking son dick up. He's fucking right. Yes, a grown woman. 
grown, super grown, super grown. Check his ass out. Checked all my nephews out. Super grown. Is she grown? She checked me out. I know what the fuck she did to them. She checked me out, that bitch. I'm getting them prepared, man. That's all. That's that's pretty much it, right there. We going to that? Didn't didn't he say that he would do that like a a while ago? He did. And that's what I was trying to tell um, Nay. I was like, man, because I didn't understand why it blew up so much. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear the clip. But um, I was trying. I was wondering why why did it blow up now? Because I remember he made a statement. It was kind of like shortly after he got out of jail. I think he said he would do that. I don't think he had done it at the time, but he said he would do it or something like that. That right? He said he would get his 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 son a prostitute. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that's the first time, yeah. But now I hadn't heard that clip. That's wild. Well, I didn't understand half of what the fuck he just said. I wish I had subtitles. <laughs> God damn. Damn, I feel bad because I understood everything. Right. I understand what he was saying. At first, I had to kind of put my ear up, but. Once I once I heard, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know what he's saying now." Super grown, super grown. She wore his ass out. She wore me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah. So you know, of course, you know, everyone saw that, and yeah, everybody, you know, went ham on them on Twitter and stuff. When I, I just thought I was like, "This dumbass motherfucking man," like Jesus Christ. But I'm trying to remember. I, now that you mention it, right? I do. I'm starting to remember him saying something. Yeah, he said it before. That nature. Yeah, he said it before. I, it's it's crazy, man. Uh, um, I had a boss that, that that had said that that he that he did did that for his son. He worked security, man. I was just it was the weirdest shit I ever heard. I was like, what? I, I mean, I, I didn't say that in his face, but I was just like, oh, okay. It was just like one of them awkward silence moments, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. How you old was his son? Do you remember? Um, I don't think he was 13. He might have been like 15 or 16 or something like that. So here's the – I didn't see the I, – I saw a couple people saying, oh, Boosie's gross. I can't believe Boosie said this. But I didn't dig into what he had said or what they were saying about what he said. So is the issue – so is, he's basically admitting to committing a very serious crime, isn't he? Yeah. Like, is, isn't he admitting to assisting with pedophilia? Yeah, because he so, said the women were grown that did this to his super grown. Women. Yeah, super grown. Super grown. Well, so there, was, he, there was go ahead, John. Okay. Well, no, no, no. There was several. There were several people on Twitter um, who called the police department in Louisiana and filed police reports. Mm. Um, there was there was one guy in particular um, who I guess he hit the the, uh, the Louisiana Department of Child Family Services and he put on Twitter. He said the Louisiana DCFS replied back to me saying they sent the information about Booster to the proper division. I truly hope that he's not allowed around children because if his claims are true, he's a pedophile. This is a rite of passage. This is uh, child abuse and sexual assault. Mm. And then people under the comments under the reply said, yes, I called to and filed a report, et cetera, et cetera. So they're on his ass about this. The thing that's even crazier is that this isn't even the first time this has happened. Like, I don't know if everybody remembers, but Lil Wayne told a story in the documentary that this is exactly how he lost his virginity. Yeah. It's it's not that uncommon in, in, in like certain areas. But you yeah. don't talk about it, I would assume. Like, why would you fucking broadcast right. it? Yeah, in well, this he, day and time, yeah, people shouldn't be broadcasting it. I mean, I mean, yeah, this day of time, the internet is crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was unnecessary to share. But, you know, like I said, Wayne told the exact same story in a room full of people in the studio about how he was 11 or 12 years old, whatever it was, and Baby had some girls and they was, you know, doing what they was doing with everybody. And at some point in the night, he sent one of them over to Wayne. He said, Wayne said that was the first time he ever had, like, a sexual encounter with a woman. It's like when keeping it real goes wrong, man. Like, you, what's the point? I mean, you guys are already saying I'm like echoing that, but I'm just thinking like, you know, he's on there and he's talking, he's trying to, you know, keep this. It's not even a persona. It's just who he is. Yeah. So he's not thinking beyond the the fact of what he's saying that people could actually call and file, have charges filed on, on him. And, you know, I don't know the conditions of, you know, uh, his jail or if he's on probation or whatnot, but you know, this could be something that could get him sent back. Or he can get sent back just on this alone. You know, so it, it's crazy. Like, you know, he said his son was 12. My son's 11. Like, I can't even imagine have doing that for him at the age of 12. Not with the way he's he's acting now. And, and you know, just – and even some of his friends. Like, even, even some of the, his homies that come over that's 12 and seeing all them, them kids. Man, I couldn't imagine doing that for them and how they would possibly react. It's just weird. My thing is, like, why would you want that to be your son's first experience? Like At 12. I mean, I, I you I know. Mean, at 12 at any age. Like, why would you want that to be their first experience? I'm going to just buy you some pussy. Like, like, I just don't, I just don't understand. I, I've never understood that. I know people yeah. do that, but I just never understood that. No, I, I, I feel you. And, you know, we know that, um, you know, I mean, in, in certain situations, like, these kids sometimes go out and, and find that stuff on their own. But as a parent to volunteer that, that's a whole different thing. Like you're complicit in that, like you're, you're contributing to that activity, mm-hmm. you know, versus somebody doing something behind your back. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I suppose even at, at 16, 17, you know, I can see the same thing and you have a good read on your kid and whether or not they're active or not. So I think, you know, those are the determination you make. But again, like, Rob, you make a good point. Like, why would you want to be the guy to do it? I don't know. But, you know, you said it like it's not uncommon in certain areas for stuff like this to happen. Well, I think you also got to listen to what he said, like, without trying to, like, dig way too deep into it and be too much of an armchair uh, psychologist about it. What he said exactly was, I'm raising my kids right. I'm raising them right. So, like, the implication to me that I take out of it is, oh, I'm not going to raise no gay kids. I'm not going to raise no gay boys. So as soon as the first chance I get to be able to, you know, I, I value sex so much with women that the first chance I get that I can get my my child, you know, a sexual interaction to make him, you know, right, quote unquote, right, or to know, you know, to know how the right way to be a man or to be uh, whatever Boosie wants him to be is, is to make sure that he has sex with this woman. Which is interesting because much like you not trying to be like a psychologist, but, you know, and like, what if he disliked it so much that he didn't even want to do that ever again? It, it could be traumatizing. You don't yeah. know if it's going to be good for that kid. That's going to be a positive experience for him just because you as a grown man think that, you know, sex is the best thing on earth. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's weird though. Very. At, at, at the very, at the very least is weird. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like I'm, I mean, I'm glad this is definitely getting as much attention as it should. Because if it was, if if 
the genders was was the other way around, I think I think people would be way more like ready to do some shit if it was a, a grown woman saying like, yeah, I let this grown man have sex with my twelve year old, thirteen uh, year old daughters and or nie- or nieces and all that stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure like it would be a crazy uproar. So I'm glad it's kind of starting to get that same energy. Like, I'm glad it's the same energy, even though you know sometimes men, you know how boys. We always get the little, we got like a little, you know, a little leeway or whatever when it comes to sexual stuff like that. So I'm glad something like this is kind of getting attention. Like if it was, like I said, if it was a little girl. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, if this was a little girl, this would have ended up on MSNBC. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Mainstream, that's true. mainstream media news that this was that's a little true. girl. Like, yeah. It would have been a whole R. Kelly thing. Like all, it would have been a prop, a real, real problem. But but like what you mentioned, I didn't know about that, so I'm glad people are calling authorities on them and and yeah, because that's that's what I'm saying. If it was a girl, that would that that would have been taken to the hundredth power. If yeah, it would have been on the front page of papers yeah. and the whole nine. So I mean, I guess at this point, we just got to watch and see what happens with all of these yeah. people say they called and and, and file reports. But um, this I know Bootsy lives here in Atlanta now too, so I don't even know. I mean, they said they called Louisiana family, you know, family services. I don't even know. Is that the right people to call? I have no idea how how any of that works. But I know he's been living here in Atlanta for a little while now. So if they mm-hmm. call, you know, if they are taking it serious, hopefully they either pass the word along or they talk to the right people here. Because mm-hmm. looking, looking at this on the flip side, obviously I don't agree with it. But like, um, is there any any room to be like, well, this is his child? No, no, nope. Not when the kid is underage and has his brain hasn't even hasn't even processed enough for him to understand what's happening to the point where he could say, yes, this is a great idea. If the kid was fucking 25 and his dad took him to Vegas because the kid had whatever. And, and the dad was like, yo, we can go here. It's legal. And these women are consenting. Fine. That's his kid. Great. And the kid's of age. This kid's fucking 13. He doesn't understand like the, 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 the nuances of right and wrong and like Ja or B, whoever just said, it could be traumatizing for the rest of that kid's life. I mean, if you want to get deep into it, he's that kid is basically being statutory not even basically, he's being statutorily raped. Mm-hmm. So no, there's yeah. no room for that's his child. Because mm-hmm. I mean if that was the case, then you could say that about anybody doing anything to their kid that's harmful. Yeah, that's what I yeah. I mean, you got to think, kids, two consenting, quote-unquote, consenting children of their age can't have sex. Mm-hmm. If, if it's two, 30, even, if, even if that 13-year-old boy went and found a 12-year-old girl or something like that, I don't even know if that's legal in, you know, in certain places in certain areas. Like, I think you have to be of a certain age to even be engaging in those activities legally. If that girl had came home, if, a, if two 13-year-old kids had they'd gotten pregnant and one of the parents wanted to file some charges against the boy or something like that they probably could do that i don't think they can i think that really i don't think so i I could be wrong um when you're talking about it i'm thinking i don't know if i've ever heard of a case like that but Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure one of them has to be older in order for it to be statutory rape okay i thought i thought that a certain age there was i guess legally that children couldn't make certain decisions as far as um if, if, like I said, if a parent of that child wanted to file uh, uh, some type of police report or some type well, of charge, though, you know what I'm saying? Parents probably. Yeah, yeah. I guess it would be the parents at that point. I'm not even sure how. What the? I don't know what all the laws entail are, but I feel like there would be some problem with that legally. If a little girl came home and said, "Yeah, I had sex with Jimmy," 
and they're both 12 years old or whatever the case is, or that girl was found to, you know, to have had some type of sexual uh, relationship and the parents were upset about it. I feel like something could happen. I'd be nervous if I was a parent. If that if any of this kind of stuff came to my door, I would be terrified. Cause like, what are you supposed to do? I kind of wish yeah. I would have asked my boss, like, like what what's the what's the goal here? Like, what's the overall goal about doing this? Like, you know, you you buy your your kids certain things, you know, maybe that you didn't have growing up, or you know, you want them to be happy about certain things. But what's the goal of buying sex for your son like I, I just don't I, I really just don't understand it so like, oh, I'm sorry Rob go ahead I thought you were done no, I'm just I'm, I'm at, like y'all have any idea what would be the uh, the goal of that like what like why would somebody do that I mean that's the other one reason I offered the the, uh, the point about like he yeah. you know wanting to like make the kid a man quote unquote you know yeah. and like turn him into the type of with, with this, what the parent or Boosie in this case thinks that a man is supposed to be, that a man is supposed to, you know, go have sex. And if this is going to make you who you, who I believe that you're supposed to be, then this is what I'm going to do for you. I mean, I'm, it's not sound logic at all, if right. any logic, you know, but like, I feel like what other, <laughs> what other MO can there be? Like, why else? I don't. Yeah. Mm. Um. So going back real quick to what we were just talking about, I was trying to find it while y'all were talking. <clears throat> Um, so I did find something that says um, consent to sex. There's no law that specifies what age you have to be to have sex. However, criminal law determines when a person can be charged with a crime for having sex with a minor. Mm. Um, so I was kind of skimming over this, but basically it's saying, so um, it's illegal to have sex with someone who's 13 to 16. If the person is at least 18 years old and, four or more years older than the person who is 13 to 16. So gotcha. statutory rape only occurs if that person... The age difference. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. I guess if two 12-year-olds fuck, I don't think... Maybe maybe there's some kind of child endangerment thing that can be thrown yeah, in there. maybe. But it's probably difficult to... To make that state, to, to make, yeah, to make the, yeah, to make the case and in it, court like that. And it probably varies state by state, too. Yeah, that too. I'm sure Alabama, you... Fucking nine years old. You do like, it, do whatever you, you want to do. It. We don't you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, or, or like in Utah, maybe with the Mormons, they're probably like you. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have to do some. You know what I mean? Like, I've mm. never thought about that though. So that's that's actually interesting. Yeah, Boosie's a wild dude, man. Like, I don't know what's going. And the crazy thing about it, he's done. He's said so much over the past six months that I don't know. Like, I don't. It's like Boosie cancel proof because I don't know <laughs> what is gonna. Yeah. Like he said a lot. He said a lot of things over the past six months. Over the past couple of years, but I mean definitely over these past few cancel. months. That is is there anything to cancel? Does he even do anything other than videos on Facebook? At yeah, time? I'm about to say he's more famous for his Instagram now than music people than like musically. I don't think people I don't think people checking for him musically anymore, but yeah, I could be wrong. Not for nothing new. Not unless it's old school boosty songs, but yeah, right. definitely not nothing new. Right. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, like I said, man, I think there's a, a vast amount of people that had that same mindset. Mm-hmm. So I said, like I said, I, I've heard it before. You know, I heard it directly from my boss at that time, and, I, and I'm sure I've heard it again, like somebody saying it. So, you know. Mm. What you got, Mike? 
we we kind of missed the ball on this one last week, but um, so six nine, my my my, my boy six nine, Icky with the blicky, he came back, motherfucker's out of jail, he beat that shit. I is that what I, he did? <laughs> not really, <laughs> but I did find this interesting. So he he went back and he started making videos, of course, because the second he got out. He was doing his standard 6 9 shit mm-hmm. talking online. So he went back to Instagram Live, and apparently he broke records for how many people watched his Instagram Live. So the previous record was in the hundred of thousands, right? But he got 2 million concurrent <laughs> views on Instagram Live. So I, I, I didn't watch his Instagram Live. I mean, I... I'm not a fan of 6ix9ine. Um, I kind of think it's funny to tell people I am because they get really mad, but I'm not really a fan <laughs> of 6ix9ine. But I'm not going to lie. When they said he had a new music video, I did watch it because I was curious. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I know. But I, <laughs> I was I – was, I was, the, the curiosity got the, best, got the best of you. Yeah. It really did. It really did. So he has a new, new video on YouTube. It's called Gooba. Mm-hmm. All right. And this shit had 43 million views in one day. The previous record was held by Eminem's Killshot. He killed Killshot. Wow. And yeah, so I I am finding all of this a very interesting phenomenon. How this dude went to jail, did whatever he did there, snitched, whatever, came out and was able to basically maintain the popularity that he had before he went in there. So here's the question that I have to you guys. Because, I mean, the last time I checked the video views was uh, yesterday morning, and it was at 174 million views. And he got that in a week, all right? Which is fucking nuts. So how much expectation should be put on the general rap fan when it comes to street code. Meaning if you have some random kid, some random 16, 17 year old kid who grew up in the suburbs, because that's who's listening to 6 9 mm-hmm. should this idea of street code be put onto that kid and people tell him, yo, you should not support this or you're, uh, uh, you're wrong for supporting someone like 6 9 How do y'all look at that? Well, before answering that, I don't think it's I don't think it's the views and stuff are coming from his popular popularity. Like I think it's more so just curious of like this dude was a snitch, now he's out. What is he saying and what is he doing? I think that's where the views are coming from. Not necessarily like people are like, Oh man, I'm I'm anticipating hearing this music and seeing, you know. Uh so I would have agreed because that's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. Until um I was I was bored, y'all. And I was looking at <laughs> stories about this. And uh-huh. they were saying that they suspect that there is a certain curiosity level that comes with this, mm-hmm. but $174 million in a week. So they're saying that there is a fan base that still respects and values this guy. Then you have people, yes, yes. And then you have people, and the thing, the thing about it is, I don't see why anyone would be shocked by that. It's not like street dudes were really the ones listening to Six Time before anyway. Mm-hmm. But then you have people like Elliot Wilson 
who are promoting and posting his videos on Instagram. So either way, any way you look at it, the dude has traction. Mm -hmm. So when I was thinking about it, I was just like, well, is it fair for people who know street code and who value street code to tell kids who know literally zero about street code? Is it logical to tell them like, yo, because of street code, you should not be listening to this guy? No, it's not logical. (laughs) These kids that are listening to this aren't listening to it for his street credibility. They're not listening to it for anything other than they must think the music is cool by whatever standard they think is good. They like it. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about, we're not talking about um, R Kelly. Or are you, are you going to listen to R Kelly's music anymore? Are you going to watch the Cosby show anymore? Like this is a totally different type of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think anyone necessarily condones by whatever level running to tell the authorities on people who you were doing crimes with also. I think everyone just from a standard, whatever job you do, if you if you ran and tell your boss at your office that you that, that Billy's been stealing paper clips and you and Billy have been stealing paper clips, I think most people are gonna look at you like, yo, bro, why are you gonna go snitch on Billy? <laughs> like I don't think anybody is for that. But you know, I don't these kids don't care about that. This ain't about the streets for them. How far off are these views and listens from like when before he went to jail? That's what I want to know. See, that's that's a good question. Yeah. I didn't research that part. Uh, it seemed like there's a lot. Well, yeah, I'm sure he wasn't getting that before. <laughs> like I said, the the previous records were hundreds of thousands. Right. So, so I'm sure he yeah. wasn't getting that. So yeah, that would go definitely to your theory, Rod. Yeah. But I'm thinking that. Even if he hadn't gone to jail, <clears throat> if Six Nine just stepped away for a year mm-hmm. and popped back up with a new music video, I would think he probably wouldn't do 174 million in a week, but he would do a lot. Yeah, I don't think sure, so. I'm sure the story is definitely because mm-hmm. I mean I wouldn't have gave a fuck before to go check it out, right? But I saw the thumbnail and the th- <laughs> in the thumbnail his head was a cartoon rat, so I was like, <laughs> okay, this might actually be kind of funny. And I can't lie, the video is fucking hilarious. It's 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 not good, but it's no worse than the music he was making before. You know. So he's he's embracing this. He remember oh, yeah. we talked about this. Totally. I, you probably don't remember, but we had a conversation about this. And I'm pretty sure I can't remember if it was me or if it was Rob, but one of us was saying that the only way for him to survive is to embrace this. He has to. He can't come out and be like no, nah, I didn't snitch. No, you have to come out and be like, yeah, I snitched. Nope. So what? Like, I wonder did he say that in his live? His, his live that went, that got two million streams. I so I did, did, oh, go ahead. I did see, I'm sorry, Mike. No, no, uh, go ahead. I did, because I had, I, I did see a headline where he's like, where he was calling out Snoop Dogg, talking about he snitched or something like that. So I think, you ain't seen this? Well, I didn't know what he meant. I, I saw that too, but I was hoping you had details because I couldn't find no, I it. I don't have any details. I just saw oh. the headlines when he said, yo, like Snoop Dogg snitched. So I thought that's where you were going to go with it. Like because with the whole, I don't, I don't know. Just like, look, everybody's doing it. I don't know. The well, thing I saw, I saw was, no, no, go ahead, Ja. Oh, and I was going to say, I saw a video. I didn't see the live, but I saw a video of him saying, basically, his rationale for it was, 
okay, you're saying that I violated the street code as a snitch. Yes, I did. I snitched. I'm home. I wanted to be home and I snitched. But you're saying, but his thing was people are telling me I was supposed to be loyal. I was supposed to, you know, ride for the people who were riding for me, et cetera, et cetera. But his point was they're not riding for me. He said they tried to, you know, they tried to get with my baby mom. They they tried to have my mother kidnapped. They tried to do all of this to me. So did, did they not violate the, the code that we're supposed to have too when they try to do me dirty and I'm the one making everybody the bread? Like they did me dirty, so I I did them dirty back, and we all could be foul, and that's just what it is. And I couldn't really find a fault in the logic, <laughs> you know. Like if that's how you're gonna carry it, then it is what it is, I guess. Did anybody else listen to the song? No. I didn't, but I actually. <laughs> Stop lying. Who listened to the fucking song? <laughs> no, I, 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 all, all I've heard of it is the clips that have gone on Twitter. I haven't heard like the whole song, but I saw the rat faces. I saw, I heard a little bit of the song and what the he was dumb, stupid, about. dumb line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. dumb, stupid, or dumb? <laughs> I ain't heard nothing. I'm not typing nothing. That's I'm like, I still can't. I'm not giving him no hits or nothing. You're a hater. I, I just can't believe this dude is actually showing his face. The thing oh. is, he has nothing else. Like, it's not like this dude can play ball. You know, it's not like he can go trade stocks. Like, 6ix9ine is nothing but this persona. I mean, his whole face is tattooed with this dumbass shit that relates to his persona. So, I mean, I knew the second he got out of jail, the first thing he was going to do was make a new video. I just knew it. I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying that you, he, he's gonna be nowhere to be found. He's gonna change his face and all that type of stuff. You might have been joking, but I, I remember you saying like he. You See, I'm trying he, to remember the conversation. You know, y'all know I've done this before, to where I've had one stance and y'all have had a different one. And when the stance came to be right, I thought it was my stance. <laughs> <laughs> so it could have been your stance, Rod. I just know that that no, no, no. It could have been somebody else's stance, because I'm pretty sure me and Rod were on the same side. I just can't remember what our stance was. Either way, I'm not surprised that he came out and just immediately went into, you know, yes, I'm a snitch. I mean, he has a line in there where he says, tell me how I rad came home and, and, and turned big bad. I mean, he's bragging about it. But that is the smartest thing he could ever do. That's crazy. I mean, it's crazy, but at the same time, man, when you look at it, it's just like, damn. This dude has some of the best marketing people behind his ass. That's what I was gonna say. It's it's it's, it's smart as a marketing uh, move, but it's not smart as a life move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, he got doxxed over the weekend. Like they they released his address of where he was staying. Oh man! So oh. he had so he had. Well, that that's what I read at least. If that's not true, it's not true. But that's what the couple different um, pages I read said that people doxxed him and he had to move. So, I mean, I don't know if he's officially under federal protection. He claims he's not. He could be lying. If he's smart, he would definitely be. But he claims to not be under any sort of federal protection. I mean, so, I, don't know how, I don't know how federal protection works per se, but I would think that you get federal protection if you're bringing them a big whale. And I don't know how big a whale these guys, I mean, clearly they were criminals and they were guys that the feds wanted. 
But I don't know what kind of whale these guys were because, I mean, federal protection costs money. Are they spending mo- – is the government spending money to protect Takashi 69 for bringing them some guys from New York who are gangbangers? Like, I don't know what the – I don't know how the feds feel about that. But also, if you're Takashi, like – I mean, it's not a smart move, but, like, if you if you turn up dead somewhere, won't it be pretty obvious what happened? Like, how can the person trying to kill you, can they can they feel safe about getting away with it after with all this hoopla, with all this eyes on him? I like, think so. Feel good, just like, okay, I'm going to go murk Takashi and then be away scot-free. And... Well, think about how much money is on Takashi's head right now. Like, you killed Takashi, you're going to be set for a while. I mean, unless, I mean, shit, Omar got popped by a little kid at a fucking... So I mean I I wouldn't I would not be surprised if Takashi does something that's really stupid, like let his address leak and he gets popped in the stupidest way possible. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. You're right. Or or they'll pay the fucking cops off. We all know how how crooked police are. Yeah. Then there's that. So Yeah, that's 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 why I think whoever kills him, or if they ever kill him, I think they'll get away with it because they're not going to care about his death or even look that hard to see who did it. Like it, it'll have to be a case that um, that's blatantly obvious. But if they go through the proper um, way of doing it and being real slick and and clever, and it's hard to prove, then yeah, they'll be like, all right, well, we got what we needed from him. We don't need him anymore. Gosh, like if George Zimmerman is still walking around, man, I could be walking around too. Facts. That's yep. how he's looking at it. Yep. Yeah. And those cops probably hate Takashi. If if Takashi got killed, the cops probably like, thank God. Yeah, probably still. Listen to this little dumbass motherfucker no more. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. You got to think. Like I don't know who. I don't know how they. Uh... I don't know how they assign the hip hop police, but you got to think there's somewhere in the NYPD and sir, there's got to be a division of like a group of three or four men who have to constantly surveil everything that Takashi does. And that's probably real annoying when you're a grown ass man and your job is to go to work every day and watch this kid's Instagram and watch his Twitter and watch his Twitch and his Snapchat and see what he says and who he says it about so that they can go back and run those names and see that that sounds really, really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I didn't listen to the song, Mike, but I did finally listen to a song of his. Was I it Icky to... with the Sticky? <laughs> I don't know. It was it was oh. a Day Day Six Nine album. It's like it's a real colorful color uh colorful cover. Uh, it's blue and white, and I mean pink and white and all kind of shit. But the voice, I think that's what you were saying. The voice, I was like, oh. Okay, I get it now. I see why they would think he's cool and somebody to listen to if yep. they don't really listen to hip hop like that. I was like, damn, this is sad. listen to hip hop like that, man. I mean, he's not trash. Like, he ain't a lyricist or nothing like that, but he's not trash. I mean, he's to me, he's bringing the same type of energy that. Onyx was bringing. It's just yeah, not in the Onyx package. It's not authentic right. in that way. He's not like a black black guy. He, you know, there's nothing about it that reads off that way. But just as far as like, if I just put my ear to music and never heard of Takashi Six Nine, I would be like, oh, this is some super aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, some super aggressive hardcore type Onyx feeling thing. And then I would see the picture of him and be like, ain't no way. but just sonically like i don't i don't you know like i said he's not a lyricist i don't 
necessarily like the music, but to me, he's not any worse than anybody else that's out that makes a song that people gravitate towards. So to act like he's some different beast than any other rapper that people don't like to me is a little disingenuous, but like, it's just, he's just Takashi. Like, that's just what it is. Uh, I wish, I wish so bad that he didn't have all this controversy because I don't think the music is that bad. Sorry. <laughs> he'd, probably, he'd probably be a much bigger star if he didn't have all that stuff with him. But like, you think he'd be a bigger star? Yeah, for sure. I think if people felt like you could take Takashi and put him on The View and put him on Ellen and put him on places where, even though he has that suburban audience, I think he, you could magnify that a million times. If Takashi didn't have all these problems and wasn't had, involved in all of this, and you might could find a place to put him in a. Disney or a speaking role or a voiceover role or something like that. I feel like he work. I think he could be a bigger star. But no one's, I mean, the, the donation that he just gave, he just gave a $200,000 donation to No Kids Hungry, like a, a charity for feeding children. And they sent the money back <laughs> saying, oh, like, man. we don't want, like, he's donated to other nonprofits before, but now he's out of prison. This whole thing is going on around him. They gave him 200 grand and they put out a statement saying, we gave Mr. Hernandez his 200 grand back because our association is about children and anyone who is doing things that, you know, don't, jive with that we can't really be associated with so no i don't understand that though because like if he's if he's not really like a gangster and he's not doing that type of stuff like what why are they giving him money back like maybe they don't like snitches neither i don't know they're like nah man we don't need them. We don't want your snitching ass money we don't want that <laughs> Like I, I don't. I have no idea. I just know that they sent his money back, and they were like, "We're cool on that." It's yeah, an image. It's, it's a bad look. Yeah, it's a bad look, and you don't know what's gonna come with that. He gives you two hundred grand one day, and then he does something crazy the next day, and now they're like, "Yeah, Takashi, who just gave money, you end up in the headline catching a stray bullet." Like Takashi Six Nine, who just donated two hundred thousand dollars to this charity's name, just mm-hmm. did this thing, and but he's now a guy that cooperates with the police. But yeah, but, but he's also someone that was paying to have somebody murdered. So, I mean, uh, I don't yeah, think they uh, want to deal with that. Like, why would mm-hmm. they? If I was them, I would have gave the money back. I might have kept a little bit, but I'd have gave, <laughs> I'd gave most of it back because that's just not a good look for a children's organization. Because, I mean, yeah. if he had his way with children, who knows what would be going on with those kids? Plus, he's an accused sex offender. Let's be clear about that. Oh, I forgot oh. about that. Oh, like yeah. that—that—that's—that's yeah. the—that's the thing that happened to him. Somehow he passed it some kind of way. But yeah, he has a a sex offender charge on him for the girl so, in the video. Yeah, for the girl. So yeah, see, I don't know his background. So yeah, because you I ain't know. on, bro. You ain't on. with the sticky I really only listened to it off the strength of what what you said one day. And you liked it, didn't you? It's not that I liked it. It wasn't like you said. It's not bad. It's like okay, I get it. I get it. He's loud. He's aggressive. Yeah. It makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's not like trash like that. It's tight. But it's not something I can listen to like repeatedly. And if Bane the Butcher made that song, you'd be like, man, this shit. Bane the Butcher really might. Yo, you know how badly the internet would melt down if Benny the Butcher had a song with Takashi? Oh, man. that was my next question. I'm glad you asked that. So, real quick. Would you lose respect for rappers if they did a track with Takashi right now? Absolutely. So would. Would, it, would it depend on the rapper, though? Or, or is it across the board? 
I think across the board, man. So if it was okay, so like if Drake did one. Right. That was the first person that came to mind. If Drake did a song with Takashi Tix Nine, would you lose respect for Drake? His his Drake ass would do something like that. Wait, what what happened? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ken. No, I said he he would do some shit like that. So if Drake did some shit like that, it would be it would totally fit who he is or has been. Right. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. So it it would be hard to lose a respect factor thing there for him because it was never there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, like Griselda yeah, or yeah, Benny or Jeezy or Ti or whatever, like nah. whatever those rappers, man. No street guys can can hop on a song with Takashi Six Nine. It just can't happen. It can't it, happen. Dude. I agree a hundred percent. But that's why I asked you: Did it depend on the rapper? I'm going to be the dissenting opinion here, right? And all, and this is the only reason I say this because I've had this. The broader conversation with this is: Can you respect someone who respects someone who you don't respect? Mm-hmm. And I always bring up this argument in the the sense of Rick Ross. When Rick Ross went through his whole thing as being a CEO and denying it, denying it, and denying it, Rick Ross at the same time that being called a cop, a snitch, uh, uh, you know, or whatever. It has the respect of Pusha T, Bun B, um, Jay-Z, Raekwon, uh, like a lot of artists who everyone respects. So to me, how do you jive the logic of I don't respect this person, but the person that I respect deeply respects that person? So what does that make you? Like where you are you just saying, okay, I just disagree with this person? Do you, you don't no one lost respect for Bum B. Nobody lost respect for Raekwon. Nobody lost respect for Jay-Z. They love these records and they play these records. So to me, what's the difference between Takashi and Rick Ross? If you're saying he's a cop and he's a snitch, what are we are we parsing it that are we splitting the hair that thin to just say he's somehow different than these other people? I think with me, and I don't know this is how other people look at it, I never I never personally saw the big deal with him being a CEO. Me neither. At the at the end of the day, it's a job. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got paid to do a job. I, I didn't. I never saw that as like, oh, you the police or whatever. I mean, I work. He security. is. Oh, he's the police. Though let's be clear, he's, he's the definitely the police. Like you, you are the police. I'm just choosing not to care. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait. What do you mean? Which, what like do you he mean? has a gun and a badge and handcuffs, and he operates. His job is to make sure the people who are imprisoned stay in prison. And, and operate by the prison rules. You're the police. And, and see, Rick Ross did a good job of trying to explain that job. Mm-hmm. He lied but, about it. He said he didn't do it. I thought he lied about it. I know he lied about it initially, but remember he came back, he was like, yeah, but, you know, uh, he tried well, to make came out. like working there <laughs> would give him certain insight into how certain things moves and stuff like that. Right. That, that's how he tried to explain it at, after he got caught. Over time, over the years, that was sort of the things that he started to say. He even put it in songs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He tried to catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's different from Takashi, though. I'm not saying I buy that, but that I could definitely see how he could spin it that way. No, no, but okay. But I'm saying if if you didn't buy it and you still assumed he was lying, and he is a cop, but lied about being a cop for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Why did y'all accept that, but you're so adamant about street dudes can't do tracks with a snitch? Because snitching and being a cop to me is two different things. Co- being a cop is worse. It's not, though, so, because there's so many dirty definitely. cops. No, it's not. It's not. It's so, it's so many dirty cops. Okay, but Rick, but, so, okay, so, so you're saying 
it, Rick Ross had to have been a dirty cop, and therefore it was cool, but being a snitch is wrong. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just using that as my argument right now as far as like that there are dirty cops, right? Well, what I'm saying, even if he wasn't a dirty cop, it's just it was just a job at the end of the day. It's hell not like no. to, to me, to me, that's just how I always looked at it. I never saw a problem with Rick Ross being a cop. And I never understood why he tried to hide that. I'm like, dude, you was a cop. Okay, I, I understood. Yeah, the police said it's why he tried to hide it. <laughs> like, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, it's fine, bro. Like you were you were a cop. That that's a job that you chose to have one day. It like, became it's, fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. Right, man. One, one, one of the, the one of the foundational records of hip hop history is fuck the police. Right. Like, almost every hip hop show that I've been I was at a Jay Electronica show who's the righteousest brother in the world and he stopped in the middle of his set to scream fuck the police. Okay, like, that's fine. And, and I'll give you that. But you can still be a police and be in your mind fuck the police. But the same way you can work at a wait, wait, wait. The same way you can work at a place, right? I don't know. Let's say you work at McDonald's, but you don't like McDonald's. You're you're a vegan, but you got a fucking job. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I just because you work at McDonald's, <laughs> I'm just saying, just because you work at McDonald's, don't mean you're not a vegan. You can't, can't be a vegan. Well, Ross's whole persona is built on this big like drug empire, but you're a cop. <laughs> like but again, like. So that that's why I go back to the argument of dirty cops. But 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 he but he never portrayed as a dirty cop. He tried to hide he it because he knew it. that it was damaging. He can't do that. He can't but he you, can't just say he's a dirty cop. Yo, I'm a dirty of, cop. He of course he can. That would have made you can rap about it. You can say I'm a rap about it. Cocaine and I can't say I'm a dirty cop. <laughs> what? What? Wait, say that one more time. He can rap saying I sell kilos of cocaine to every hood in every country, and I can't say I'm a bad cop who steals and kills people. Like, like a crime is a crime at that point. Like you know, and y'all just said he admitted to it later. Like his his explanation was I was a dirty cop. So what do you mean he can't say he's a dirty cop when he did say he's a dirty cop? I just never, I just never understood it, man. Like, are you a cop, Rob? Are you? You know what, Rob? So, because so all I'm saying is that that like just because you're a cop doesn't make you not street anymore. Like no, no it don't. It, it, it's not. not it's not. It I'm not saying not that at all. Not street. Yeah, no. I, I agree with you. There's dirty cops and all that. I agree with you. But outside like, of the dirty cop thing, it, just, right. it doesn't mean that you're not street just because you're a cop. You're right. No, here, here's the thing. You're a cop. You, right. You grew up in the hood and you got a little. You got a little street in you, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're not a hood dude, like quote unquote. It, Right, but but Rick Ross's persona was built on being a drug kingpin. Your persona is being built on being like this super hood ass dude from Pensacola. But you, but 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 people shouldn't try you though, right, bro? Like Rick Ross, like that whole argument that Rick Ross had, like it was damaging. He and he didn't want to. He didn't want to cop to it. You know, like I'm not. I'm not a <laughs> oh my god! Uh, go with the bars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, bro, right? It, it it was it was a bad look, and I think he had an opportunity to spin it. But when he just was like, "No, that was never me." Those pictures are. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, that was that's worse. I understand that's, that's worse. worse. That's why I said I never understood why he did he did that. He had at, at the time he had to because of the 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 image the standards quote unquote of that time 
Like it would have it he it's thought that, that it was gonna damage him more than it ultimately end up doing. And he he survived that shit. And I and think because of he you know the time at that point too. things became a little bit lax with who can come in here and, and who can come into hip hop and rap. And then from that moment on, we came all <laughs> the way to twenty twenty where we got Takashi Sis Nine who can go out and snitch and still maintain a career afterwards. It's almost like the the Rick Ross, he's following the Rick Ross playbook. I don't see it as the same, though. Being a cop and being a snitch is two different things. It's similar enough. To street dudes. How, to street dudes how is it not? To street you dudes. Like, 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 you can't. Your job is to lock criminals up. So you can't therefore say, yo, I'm this cool criminal. Like, check me out. But you were locking criminals up and making sure they stayed in jail. He was a correctional officer. He's not He's, not he's a cop. You don't just go from the law. Rod, you don't just go from being a regular civilian to filling out a job application. All of a sudden, you're a correctional officer. <laughs> you sure? I don't yeah, know. Like, do. I ain't gonna try to be no correctional. <laughs> no, officer. you do. You have to go through training. You have to go through police training. You mm-hmm. don't just fill out again, like I just said. You don't just fill out an application. All of a sudden, you're a fucking corrections officer with a gun. Right. You, you are a training. cop. Yeah. Then you're a cop. Your ass is a cop. Hey man, listen. If Kamala Harris can't be president because she's a cop, then Rick Ross can't be <laughs> respect the street gangster because he's a cop. Like. That's just the standard that we've set for how things go nowadays. So it is what it is. That's correct. If Benny the Butcher came out and you found out that he was police, you would not be a little bit bothered by listening to him further talk about how, like, he's moving weight and all this shit? Or does he have to change his content? Wouldn't he have to change his content? I would not be bothered by that. The same way I wasn't bothered with it with Rick Ross. I would not be bothered by it. At least you're consistent. I respect that. Yeah. I would be. I would think it was a little weird. I still listen because he's dope, but I would think it was weird. I wouldn't take him seriously anymore. Maybe because I know I, I've seen and known cricket cops, and I've seen cops come through the hood like actually talking to dope boys. So maybe maybe that's why I had that perception. I don't know, but I just never saw it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. I mean, just to be clear, from my point of view, I don't. I hear, I hear, I get what Rod is saying though, because I don't, I didn't look down on Rick Ross. I was on Rick Ross' side. All this came out when he was battling fifty, which is probably even more of a reason why he felt like he had to keep it real low. Yeah, you, 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 right you battling the ultimate Ben Shot Street dude, and you're a cop. Like the the odds are stacked against you. So yeah, he's gonna lie about it. But I never held it against Rick Ross. He could definitely have sold all the dope he said he sold and been just a dude who was doing his job. And like, I'm not saying that's not possible. Yeah. But I'm just saying that the way people rationalize it and reconcile it to me, the psychology of it is interesting because it doesn't, it doesn't seem to apply evenly. It's just like mm-hmm. I like this dude Rick Ross music better, so I don't care, and which is fine. <laughs> if that's what it is. That's fine by me. I don't have no problem with that rationale. But like, he's yeah. a cop though. Like you know what? Yeah. Like think about it. Nobody's ever rapped from that perspective, like being like a, a former cop, a dirty cop. And rapping like how he got the plugs and how he strong arm people because well, that's dope, right? Who, uh, that would be kind of dope. But then your your peers and your contemporaries are they really gonna like really mess with you? Are they gonna bring you around? Like, can I trust you? I think I don't know if someone can rap from that perspective and not pretty much telling them like telling themselves to where somebody will come see but that but, but that's what rapping is is you 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 you're bragging on the things that you've done 
Pusha T brags on every single thing that he's done. But if you, you, you're bragging about being a cop and you were infiltrating the system, I I, I think somebody would come and see about you. Some, some oh, you mean like a a, a cop? Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Rick Ross is up here, you know, talking about he's yeah. doing this. They're like, oh, really? Let's look into the records. And now you put a case against yourself because mm-hmm. you want to rap about it. Hey, 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 you can use fake names just like Freddie Gibbs does. Like I'm <laughs> there's ways around it, Rob. I, I'm just saying there's, there's never been a person to actually rap from that perspective. And I, and, and I, don't, I don't think there ever be, will be. So that would be the craziest not to get story ever. Of I'm sorry. No, no I was like, that would be the craziest story ever for a rapper, mm-hmm. a rapper cop to get shot by a cop for rapping about being a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most insane hip-hop story of all time. Just real quick, um, FIFO, since you had an issue with it, so why so why do you continue to like Rick Ross if you had an issue with him being a cop? Because for me, like, I separated that once I figured out that he, was, he wasn't as authentic as I thought he was. Um, but I enjoyed the music. Uh, I, I still think Rick Ross is, has, like, a top three ear for beats and hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? So I can enjoy that. Like, I don't have to believe him. Like, just like when we watch movies, I don't have to believe everything that I see. I don't have to believe what he says. He says it in an in a, in a interesting, dope way. His voice is dope. The beats are dope. So I'm cool with that. I don't, I, I don't look for Rick Ross for authenticity. Gotcha. Would you listen to 6 9 if you thought he was dope? Or would you have a problem with the fact that he's a snitch? I, I think um, I think Snick, Six Nine has a dope voice for hip hop, but like all of his music just doesn't. Like, he don't make music for me. You know what no, I'm saying? I got like, that. Yeah. Right. So um, I don't necessarily have him. I don't have an issue with him being a snitch and still rapping. I'm more interested in like what you gonna talk about, bro? Because literally, you it, it's you against the entire industry right now. Like, nobody is really going to mess with him like that. Now, there will be people that, you know, want to ride the 6 9 wave and, you know, this, that, and the third. But I just – I'm interested to hear what he has to rap about right now. Because you was blicky-blicky and all of that before you went. Are you still rapping that right now, sir? He is. He, so he's dropped music? Yeah. We don't want to go back because you missed most of that. But, yeah. You still got the blicky, and it's still sticky. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Yep. All right. Yeah. Right. So nobody else thinks think it's different. Nah. No, you're a cop, or you cooperate with the cops. If you cooperate with the cops, you may as well be a cop. Yeah. I'm pouring water on you every time I see you. Facts. Or I'm throwing cheese at you. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I'm just, I'm just gonna leave the room because I leave the room and cops show up anyway. So. And I never do anything wrong. I never break the law. <laughs> I just don't like being around cops. So if, if I found out that one of y'all was like a certified snitch, like working with the police about some bullshit, I would just not really, I'd still be your friend. I would just keep my, my distance. I just don't get how that makes you a certified snitch. How, what makes you a certified snitch? Being a snitch? Being a cop or a CO. Because if you're a CEO and you get information about illegal activity, you're going to go tell the warden. You're bound by Are law you know? to do that. Yes, you're bound by Probably. law to do that. You're bound by law to do it, but will you really do it? Yeah, pro- why would you? you do? That's what they spend their whole the years and I years. mean, you probably won't do it. I mean, I, uh, you know, if you're dirty, you probably won't do it. You probably use the information for your own. 
Rick Ross. And we, we saw it in Orange is the New Black. I'm not saying that that's <laughs> completely factual, but them motherfuckers were dirty as hell. I think it depends on the inmate. Like, yeah, if you got literally Griselda Blanco out there, and she says, hey, I need you to get this phone, and I need you to do this. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But exactly. it depends on the inmate. But it depends on the inmate, right? Like, like there's only there's only a select few. Go ahead. There's only a select few inmates that have that type of pull. That that even if you're even if you're the warden, you know you 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 bend the rules for this guy or that girl. You know what I'm saying? There, there's only a select few, bro. It, it, I don't think it runs rampant like that. Now, I, obviously, I think that when you work in the prison system, I think if 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 somebody's paying you nice enough you're probably going to smuggle some things or hide some things. Right. Yes, I'm not saying it does not happen at all, but I, I, I don't think it's, like, super widespread like that. I think it is. I've had guys call me from cell phones from, from prison. I feel you. So it's just saying, like, and that's in, that's in Pensacola. So just imagine, like, in other places of the world. I don't think just because you're a cop, that makes you a snitch. No one's saying it makes you a snitch. We're but saying that it's on the same job. level. Yeah, you're going to do your job sometimes. Even if you let 75% of the criminals go, you made some arrest. It's not like you were just a cop. You never made an arrest. Mm-hmm. You never did your job ever. You couldn't be a cop no more. You have to you're arrest. Right. You're, you have to do your job imprisoning people, arresting people, putting people under the punishment of law. That's your job. And even if you don't do it well, I mean, hell, John Conkak averaged two points a game. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? The only time I really saw this perspective, I'm just trying to think in my head, is during The Departed. When um, I can't think of who played that character, but, you know, he tried to infiltrate and just try to work things. Um, and even empower um, Sandoval. So, so, yeah, Rod, I agree. It happens, bro. It happens. But Rick Ross never portrayed himself in that way. So you fake. I got you. <laughs> Damn! Correctional officers can even pull you over. What? Really? That's really? What this is this is according to online. Now, of course, this is half-assed research that I'm doing on the spot. So it could be that the website that I'm looking at is wrong, but that's what it says. Because I was looking up are correctional officers considered cops, and everything I'm seeing so far says yes. I mean, you got to get deputized. I mean, the picture of Rick Ross was him shaking the lady's hand, getting his certificate. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like that's literally the picture of him like getting deputized and saying, "Hey, good job." This and is my last thing, and I'm done with it. You so, ain't done. So <laughs> I will be. I promise. This is the last thing. So you you can't like have a change of heart. Like maybe you thought you wanted to be an officer. And <laughs> like you know what? This ain't for me. Then quit. That's what I'm saying. Like and you quit. Like so so just because you were an officer that makes you because he's not one now, right? He's not. He's a rapper. So at what so at what point you let that go? Yeah, I was an officer. I tried it. It's not for me. I don't like it. Boom. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a rap. So at what point do you let snitching go then? I tried snitching. It wasn't for me. Go. <laughs> I moved on. Basically. Wait. So if six nine was like, hey, you know, I shouldn't have snitched, but I did because I was in the fucked up place, but I regret doing it. You're then cool with him being a snitch? Three dudes ain't gonna look at him as being cool at all. So how is it? I don't understand how it works for one, but doesn't work for the other. Because one was a job. So you were getting paid to actually <laughs> snitch on people. Like that's worse. Yeah. Rick Ross couldn't do nothing else. 
He couldn't enter like some some all you can eat contest. He couldn't. Be- <laughs> <laughs> all he could do was be a fucking cop. Yo, like I, like I'm sure Big Meech, if he found out that somebody used to be a snitch, Big Meech is not rocking with them. <laughs> like he's not gonna rock with them like that. Yeah, I'm not talking about the snitch part. I'm talking about the, the CEO cop. Or whatever. Even the CEO part. I mean, state yeah. trooper. What if you're a state trooper? Just want to be blown for, for speeding tickets and shit. Fuck you, worse than a CEO. <laughs> man. You're a fucking state trooper. Right, worst. That's not gonna look right, man. At all. Damn, that's crazy. I'm, that's I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you funny. Did you used to be one of these kind of? You know, <laughs> what you used to do? I was a security officer. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Mute. Security officer. Don't tell Rod nothing. That don't make me no snitch though. <laughs> That's hey, but, but that's why you understand the snitching. That's why you understand the snitching. That's why it's okay. It's for not right. that I understand. <laughs> but I, I'm not even thinking. I wasn't even thinking about it from my right. security officer experience. Right. I wasn't even thinking about it like that. I forget but technically, life. but technically, yeah, we used to, if, if something was to happen, if something's going on on the property, we got to report it. Damn, so, so you yeah. snitch adjacent. That doesn't make me a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, doing my job. job. <laughs> I'm doing my job, bro. Yeah, he was just doing his job, Mike. <laughs> I was in college. I was doing my job, bro. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with no streets. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet not hear about no cocaine on your mixtape, Rod. Right. right. <laughs> I bet not hear about no bricks. Hey, forget y'all, man. It was good money while I was in school. <laughs> forget that. Yeah, I had my flashlight. You right? What y'all doing? What are y'all doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? I see you. I see you. For the world, Craig. For the world. You know what I'm saying? Yo, y'all. You got your parking pass? Oh, word. I see you. I see you. I see you. <laughs> oh my god! Better go sign in because you're in the bed. Go sign in the court, sir. Sir, go to the right. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Yo, oh, y'all know how I be. Y'all wow. just go to the right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thank yes, man. He had dreads. <laughs> he had dreads and tight jeans, man. Y'all are tripping. <laughs> I'm sweating and shit. <laughs> oh, what's your other topic, man? Oh, you said what? Yeah, what's your other topic? All right, so uh, so Swiss went on um, Joe Button's, I guess, IG Live, and uh, he stated that... Um, he wants to give a million each to Cool Hurt, Melly Mel, and other hip hop pioneers. So I'm 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 gonna read what he said. He wants to give what again? I hear you. He wants to give a million to each of the founding fathers of hip hop, Cool Hurt, Melly Mel, and, and, and some other hip hop pioneers. Okay. He said, um, he said this on Joe Button's uh, IG live. He said, I want to raise a million dollars for each icon that started hip hop. He he says, a uh, Cool Hurt, Cool Hurt on down. The fact that we're not paying taxes on who started hip hop shows. Shows we don't give we don't fucking really love hip hop. The fact that we don't pay taxes as artists to those icons that paved the way uh, took the lower cut from the music to allow to allow us to feed our families. Fuck the government. We need to be paying taxes to the creators of hip hop that gave us freedom of speech, 
to move forward. I'm going on. I'm going to. I'm going to go so hard with that. Melly Mel, Grandmaster Flash, and Sugar Hill in the game. Minimum a million apiece. Hmm. I respect that. Hmm. And then Button replied and said, "Every new deal, every new deal that gets signed, one percent or a half percent should go to rapper reparations. That way, the rapper rep- reparations. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Joe Button added to it. What he said was he joking or was he being serious? I don't know. I'm just this is re- this is the reading. You're reading is, it. Quote, yeah. yeah quote, so there's unquote. a one percent tax. That they're gonna add, he's proposing to add to contracts that rappers sign to pay the pioneers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joe Button said they made in a three sixty deal standard, so they can make it in that. They can make that a standard. So that, that, that no, uh, like okay, here's the thing though, right? Like I'm, I understand the spirit of what he's saying, but like I don't understand when these when, and I don't want to count nobody's pockets. It's not even about right. that. But what I'm saying is that I just hate when these rich ass people come up with these ideas and start talking about raising whoop de whoop de whoop If you feel like that and you saying that if we're not paying these people, then we really don't love hip-hop Swiss, then just give the man the million dollars. You got it. You got it. You and Alicia got it. Go you. Go to, If you feel this passionate about it, go to you, go to Diddy, go to Jay, go to whoever your friends are and say, if we're only talking about, he named what, six names? The Sugar Hill Gang and two other rappers. Yeah, yeah. Five million dollars. Just give the people the money and then lead the example and then say, This is what we should have been doing the whole time. And then make your statement about, We need to make sure we're giving these people these flowers. Don't come to me talking about contracts and raising and 1% and all that. Just give the man the money. That's a, that becomes too complex. You, you know, you, the legalities of it, the accounting part of it as well. You know, what if somebody don't want to do it? Like it's it's unnecessary. If 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 I'm I'm in a total agreement with you, just everybody that's currently active or the elite, the top one percent, can just go ahead and and put start a fund, put the money in there, and distribute it out, and then that's it. That's it. It's done. Million up, then that's on them. But they got their bread, and that's it. We're done. Right, and and like my thing is too is like how long you been in the game? And you <laughs> 30 years now. <laughs> it's like you've already made your career, you've already made your money, and now you're trying to come after people that's just starting up and telling them, oh, well, now nah, you need to start paying taxes on it. Like, bro, you didn't. You didn't when you was coming up for the last, what, two decades? Yep. Like, bro, like, what, what are you talking about? But I mean, I commend them for, like, bringing up the conversation, but, like, come on, man, like, you got to look at this. And another thing, too, I thought about when you said that was, um, um, like, how do you define the pioneers? I know we have everybody has their their idea of who's a pioneer and and where and, and everything, but how do you define that? Like, how do you define like, oh, is, is Biggie a pioneer? So does it go towards his, his his estate or like, how do you define those things? That's exactly what I was about to ask too. Yeah, that that conversation gets way too yeah. muddy because you're gonna have hip hop too, especially yeah. in hip hop. Yeah, you, you already yeah. know uh, who we interviewed. Who was that? Uh. Uh, uh, no, 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 not even Jazzo. What is? Uh, oh, I thought you about Jazzo. Not even the one that was at the strip club. Uh, oh, Shan, 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 Shan. You know he's coming for his at Club Babes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he want to pull. He want to renew. Pull it. Tuesday and Thursday at Club Babes. Oh my God! Plus, not to mention the fact that these some of these pioneer records were still sampled. So are we talking about giving the record the, the money to the disco artist or to the funk artist or to James Brown 
who y'all got these records from? Like, how deep was the rabbit hole go? What are we talking about here? Right. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. It's Very a great slow. idea, but execution is impossible. Yeah. Just, like, just give him the money, bro. Just give him the money. Just give him the money. You got producers, you too. You got producers that. Oh, that, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. Just say I Swiss Beats feel a type of way that we've been making all of this money for all of these years, and I want to give something back to the people that made it possible for us. Boom. And that's, that's it. Good. And that's it. Yep. But that's smart, though. Like, don't try to spend your money. Try to spend everybody else's money. Of mm-hmm. course. That's how they rich stay richer. <laughs> Get out of here. I can't believe Joe Budden was co-signing that shit. That's why I wonder if he was joking. I can't was- see. Huh? Probably wasn't thinking. Probably just a media reaction type of thing. Well, that's his thing, though. He'll he'll say anything that is like pro artist or pro creator. If it's anything that has to do with getting someone who created something some money, he'll just vouch for it, pretty much blindly, in my opinion. But when it comes with what, well, I guess he's not really an artist anymore. So I yeah, wonder if he was if he was still an artist. I wonder if he would be saying that. Right. Because now that's one percent coming out of his check. And yeah, exactly. The slaughterhouse ain't last long enough for it to be no big ass checks, right? Mm. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Fifo, did you? Uh, um. Yeah, I, just real quick. I don't know if y'all talked about it. Did y'all talk about Jeff Bezos potentially becoming a trillionaire? Oh no, no, no. We haven't. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Um, obviously because of COVID and everything. It kind of expedited his uh, trajectory, but they said, I want to say by 2026, um, they're saying that he could be the world's the world's first trillionaire. That motherfucker's mad too, boy. That's crazy. He, he gave what was it half to his wife, his ex wife, or something like that? Half something like that. She be, she became like top ten, top fifteen richest yeah, people off of half of his money. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's already about to after giving his wife half of his. Dang, yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's wild. Yeah. That is so wild. Yeah. But I still I still don't think that he tops the world's richest ever. Um that still I, I think that still goes to Mansa Musa. If you look it up, like they say that you can't even equivocate what his worth truly was. Because this man was sitting on tons of gold. Like if you look up any research, like they they, they can't estimate his true fortune. So he's, so, he's richer than Rockefeller? He got red, bro. The richest person ever. Yep. You sure, man? Positive, yeah. yeah. I've, seen, I've seen that too. Oh, wow. I thought it was Rockefeller. They can't even calculate it. And then, yeah. like, number two on the list, they said, like, if you obviously factor in um, inflation, all of that type of stuff, like, that person would be a trillionaire too. I, I'm not thinking about who the hell number two is. I already know I'm bad with names. But, um, but yeah, man, but we're going to see a trillionaire and potentially in our lifetime. That's kind of crazy. But another point of that, um, I feel that like the, this whole COVID thing, um, it kind of, this whole social distancing, I feel like we were very uh, impersonal already, like with devices, the internet. And I think that this is just exacerbating that um, societal norm. And I think it's very interesting that somebody like Jeff Bezos is capitalizing on that, right? And like how far ahead of the game he was. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. Like me growing up, thinking that I could just order something and it'd be here like in a day or two, I wasn't thinking about that. And like just, again, so far ahead that he was. But I think that his business and what Amazon does is just 
pushing people further and further away. You're just capitalizing on what I think the the norm of the future is. So it's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what you got, John? To get off your chest. Oh man. Okay. So I wake up on Friday morning, Thursday morning, and I see Will Smith trending. Mm. And I say, why is Will Smith trending? Will Smith, you know, he has a a bunch of stuff that he does, a movie, a Snapchat show. Maybe he says something funny. Maybe he has a crazy new viral video or something. And I click on the the trending topic, and I see that he does the remix for Joyner Lucas' record called Will. And so I say, okay, that's kind of a cool thing. Like, you don't hear Will rap that much, but, you know, I don't expect anything out of Will. But it's cool that he would show Joanna Lucas, you know, I guess some return love for doing this this record. So I listen to the verse and I say, wow, this verse is pretty damn incredible. I can't even believe what I'm listening to right now. Like Will Smith is actually kind of bodying this. <laughs> and the point that I made after posting the video on Twitter, the point that I made was like people were guessing. As soon as I posted it, people were like, oh, J. Cole must have wrote this. Oh, uh, you know, Joyner must have wrote this whoopty whoop. And I was in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it does sound like Joyner probably wrote this. This is Joyner Lucas' whole thing. Every song that comes out of Joyner Lucas is pretty much from someone else's perspective. So it wouldn't surprise me that Joyner Lucas could, you know, do some Will Smith research, rap a verse, give it to Will, whoopty whoopty whoop. So I'm saying this, and in the process of getting replies, uh, my homie Skills hits me. And Skills, you know, Skills is a known ghostwriter. Skills, um, he has a relationship with Will. Uh, he spent a lot of time in Philly, so everybody knows one another. He probably wrote some records for Will that he'll probably never admit to or talk about, whatever the case is. But he said, the tweet he sent me just said, Will wrote it, trust me. So I said, okay, fine, I'll leave it alone. But as I got more and more replies, people were like, Oh, how old are you? You must not know. Will Smith was a rapper first, and he had a rapper, and he won a Grammy. And I'm like, no shit, he was a rapper first. That has nothing to do with him having a verse that I consider is a good verse after all this time. I don't expect Will Smith to be writing raps or in the booth actively, you know, practicing the skill of rapping to be as sharp as as he sounded on that verse to me. So I guess my thing about it is like, am I was I missing some type of like secret Will Smith mixtape? Has he been bodying verses for the past like two decades that I just didn't know about? Because I don't. This idea that it's a foregone conclusion that because Will Smith won a Grammy in nineteen eighty nine for the first for the best rap album and has been a rapper of Wild Wild West, Welcome to Miami, and Boom Boom Shake the Room since that time, then I'm supposed to assume he's just going to get on a track and just deliver some crazy 32-bar experience. That, like, when did he turn into a rap god? I just, the, out, the responses I got was crazy. I didn't understand what this praise for Will Smith's rapping ability came from. I think the rap god probably things wasn't necessarily like a lyricist thing, probably just more so a popularity thing. I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 Will's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I get that part of it, but, like, yeah. rapping? Like, if you told me to name the top 30 rappers I ever heard rap, Will Smith's name wouldn't even think, remotely think to come to my mind. I could say 40, 50 rappers, and mm-hmm. Will Smith's name would never come to my mind as one of the dopest MCs ever to rap. So it was just weird to me that I got all these responses from people saying, oh, you must be young because you ain't know that Will Smith had rap <laughs> skills. I'm like... 
Did he? I mean, yeah, yeah, but did he? Like, really? He's yeah, a storyteller. He did. He's a storyteller. No, he was a rapper. No, he's a rapper. He's he's a rapper. rapper yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, but I, I really like Will uh, Fresh Prince storytelling ability. Like, I, I really, it was very vivid, especially back then. But I'm saying Will Smith, and the funny thing is me and, me and Ja were going back and forth in text, and right before he said the replies that he was getting, I had just sent a tweet where because i saw a lot of disrespect and it wasn't simple stuff like you know oh wow i didn't know will smith could rap like this it was like will smith didn't write this because will smith can't rap like that Mm -hmm. and i was like a lot of y'all have never listened to fresh prince and it's very obvious because will smith did have a pen game he did i think that will smith he moved in the direction that he moved in because he didn't see the other direction as being a viable option financially. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, it's not like that verse was on fucking Royce level. It's, right. not like, it's not like he was like doing all these crazy double entendres and shit. I think he had the surprise factor. It was a good verse, but it was an incredible verse for what we know of Will Smith for the last decade. So mm-hmm. I think that's really all it is. The people that were coming at Jaw just sound goofy. And then the people that were in my mentions were also sounding goofy because they were just like, there's no way he wrote that. Uh, somebody was like, Sky Zoo wrote it. Somebody was like, I saw the J. Cole wrote it. And I'm like, how the fuck do y'all know this? Like, were, they, were they in the studio with Will Smith? That's what I told was one dude. I was like, were you there? That's crazy. You were actually in the studio with them. I said, what kind of pen did they use? Because I'm curious. Was it Bic? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Right, right. Will Smith definitely ain't no was, rap god. but He, he never gets busy, like, though. But he, yeah, you listen to Brand New Funk and tell yeah. me that. But that was that was also fucking damn near 30 years ago. But right. that's but that's my point, though, is that, like, they were, they were res- the responses I was getting was if, like, I was, you know how when Black Thought did that freestyle on Flex and everybody was going crazy? And yeah. some of the responses were like, oh, this is a crazy freestyle. Some of the responses were like, why are you impressed by this? This is Black Thought. He does this right. all the time. Right. People were coming at me as if Will Smith was Black Thought. And I right. was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, let's relax a little bit. This is not to me. I don't think it is a foregone conclusion that 30 years later, Will Smith is going to come on and rap good. If you told me there was a song featuring Jay-Z, Nas, Eminem, and Will Smith, I would be like, <laughs> What? I would be like Will's like I wouldn't be my first response would not be oh Will Smith probably killed him like that would not be my, <laughs> my mind. that's not what I'm thinking I'm thinking why is Will Smith even on this record I'm gonna go listen to it I guess and see what he got to say but I'm not expecting anything whatsoever I'm surprised by his verse that's all I'm saying I really wasn't surprised by his verse I thought it was dope but I really wasn't that surprised because again I thought it was a good verse but I didn't think it was like mind blowing. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was like some crazy next level rap god shit. I didn't. Yeah, I no. Was like, oh, Will Smith fucking snapped. Good. And I think I might even said like, good for him. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, he, <laughs> good job. Good job, Will. Like that right. was feeling. Like, oh wow, okay. That's I just cool. hate that people couldn't leave it positive. Like people couldn't just be like, that's the part that annoyed me. Was that people couldn't just leave it at, man, Will Smith did a good job. Mm-hmm. Will Smith had a great verse. Congratulate Will Smith. Let's have a day. Or even just a couple hours of congratulating Will Smith for doing a good job. Yeah. And then let's move on with our lives. We couldn't even have that. Didn't he jump on something else before? Logic. He jumped on Jaden's Icon Logic. remix a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, he sure did. He, he jumped on Jaden's Icon remix or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I thought that verse was good. Yeah, it was. No, it was a good verse. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I remember him doing that before. But I'm not gonna lie. Even that verse, I I was like, I definitely questioned whether or not Will Smith wrote that verse or this verse. I just don't expect Will Smith to be writing raps. I don't. <laughs> but he hasn't done anything in a while, so maybe he's been cooking that verse for like eight, nine years. Well, that's what somebody said to me. They're like, yeah, plenty of time to write it. They like he's been. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was who he was rapping with like if he's writing his own songs it's gonna be family friendly i mean do you really lose a pen game though like yes like, yes like you're, a like you're a journalist right so like do you think in i don't know like 10 10 12 years from now like you will forget how to be a uh, journalists like you know what I'm saying no but I think there's a huge difference in writing prose and rapping writing raps to a beat that you have to perform because mm-hmm. it's like we've seen I mean put, put it like this having old rappers be dope is a relatively new concept for a vast majority of this time to me in rap music there have not been there's not a lot of examples of rappers getting later in their career and either getting better or maintaining to me this is like a, a relatively I'm not talking about 30 years old. I'm talking about once you get into your 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know too many rappers. When I was in high school, I didn't know too many rappers who were past maybe LL Cool J's time who were still coming out bodying verses. Yeah, but I think that's changed over time. Yeah, it's changed I, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember once upon a time, it was like, oh, you're an old rapper. But now, old rappers can body you, on, you know what I'm saying, on tracks. But some of I can tell where some of them like I've list, I've heard some of like I don't even want to call nobody's name because now it's gonna be like oh you talk about but like I've heard Ice Cube records that don't really sound like he's rapping that great yeah yeah I've heard you know other older rappers rap it put out new music and it don't really sound that great and that's not an age thing that's, I mean that, that's not saying I don't think it sounds great because they're old I'm saying like it doesn't sound like you really have that same push behind your pen. You don't have that same delivery how you had. It's, you're not as good as this as you used to be. I think I think people like 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 uh, Will Smith and and others got a few of them. In them. They may they may not can do a whole album, but I think yep. if they if they know that this 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 record is going to get a lot of traction, you know what? I need to really put put these bars up in this in this verse. I think that I think there's quite a few older rappers that can probably do that. One hundred percent, right? Yeah, like like this is this is you know where, where I come in with a sports analogy. It's just like MJ with the Wizards. Like he wasn't gonna carry you all year, but he had games where it was like, damn, like how are this <laughs> doing this to, to this twenty two year old? Like, you right. know, so, yeah. So I think once you're great, you're always great. You're just not great all the time anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kobe scored sixty on his way out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I look at someone like I mean if I, I would I would assume I would consider someone like Special Ed from Will Smith's era, right? Mm. But Special Ed was more I think Special Ed was more of a technical rapper than Will Smith was. Yeah. Even even at Will Smith's best game, which to me was he's DJ on the rapper was his best pin game. But if Special Ed popped up now and did a dope verse I don't think I would really be that shocked because special ed hasn't been around for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, if he, but if he jumped up now and dropped like some sort of mediocre verse, 
I wouldn't be surprised by that either because he hasn't been around for a long time. Right. See, so it's like if now if you were a whack rapper back in the day, and I, I don't want to name any names or anything like that, but if you were like a whack rapper back in the fucking early '80s and you showed up and did some crazy verse, yeah, then I'm gonna look at you funny and be like, bro, you. I don't think you wrote that. Yeah. I mean, I can't even think of anybody who I would consider that was really whack from like the early '80s, like early '80s. I mean, I mean, like Rob Bass wasn't whack, but he wasn't like he wasn't a technical rapper or nothing like right. that. He made a certain type of music, though. Say again. So he made a certain type of music, though. But that's what I'm saying. But if he showed up now and did some crazy, like not even crazy, but if he did like a verse where it was just like, whoa. Like, damn, you really had some bars. Like, and you switched your flow like three times. Mm-hmm. Really? I might look at that and be like, I don't know if I buy this one. Yeah. But yeah. with Will Smith being that it hasn't been a long time, like it's been a long time since he's done anything at all. I I never even thought for a minute if he wrote it or not. It didn't even pop in my head. Well, I guess for me too, because because he used, I mean, and I don't have a problem with this, but because he used Joyner's exact same cadence from the original song, and like I said, I know this is because I had my lens of Joyner is that because he likes this rapping in perspectives thing, it wouldn't it wouldn't have shocked me for Joyner to say like, okay, Will likes this song. I'm having a conversation with Will. Hey, how you feel about jumping on this remix? You know. I, I wrote this verse. You don't have to take it if you don't want to, but I wrote this verse that I feel like it's dope and it kind of encapsulates who you are, your thing. In my mind, I can totally see Joyner Lucas presenting that idea to Will Smith. And I, and I can totally see Will Smith being like, okay, cool, let's do it. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Will Smith might have way more pride as a writer, as an MC, to be like, no, I would never say anybody else's raps. But I know that there's been writers on some of his other biggest hits. And think about it like this too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, um, Joyner idolizes Will Smith, right? Right. I mean, he a whole track about him. Like, how how sucky would that be if he had to write his verse? You know to me, it wouldn't suck because <laughs> like, I just, like, this is like the guy you idolize and you got to write his lyrics for him? Like, I don't know. But I don't think he idolized him because he was an amazing rapper. I think he was, like, if you listen to the Joyner song, uh-huh. it, it didn't really seem, did you hear the song actually? Yeah, yeah, I heard the I heard the original song. I hadn't heard right. the, the remix with uh, Will Smith yet. Right. Okay. So on the original song, it didn't really seem like he was going on and on about how amazing a rapper Will Smith mm-hmm. is. It just seemed like he held him up on this pedestal because he was this Everything. cool rapper. He's a great guy, and because of where he took his career and all that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I thought you were gonna say how sucky would it be if you got your idol to be on the track and his verse was trash. Oh, that's what I would be worried about. That's exactly what I'd be worried about. I would actually feel a little bit honored if Will Smith was like, yeah, man, I'll jump on it, but I ain't got that pin game I had in 1982. <laughs> so can you help me with the verse? That would be the dopest feeling of all time. Like, right. Like, damn, oh, I, get, I, I get to I, help an icon like Will with a, with a verse? Right. A verse for him? Now, if it was like G rap or something, like I'd be like, oh, oh, I would, I would be hurt if I was to hear that. Man. But Will Smith, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't be a big deal to me. But that's the lens through which I see this thing. That's why I was so surprised that there was such this uprising of like, 
of of anger. Like, how dare you question Will Smith? I'm like, it's Will Smith. Like, that's like he's not Black Thought. He's not G Rap. He's not Nah. Y'all treating him like he's some type of indomitable, omnipresent rap entity that you know. But like I said, I mean, I stand happily corrected. If Will Smith wrote the verse, God bless Will Smith. Um, I mean, I don't know. That I need an album from him, but the way he popped up <laughs> on that song was dope. And I think we all had a good day. I think we all had a better day for it. Yes. So yeah, I agree with that. I saw a lot of conversation. I haven't listened to the verse uh, myself, but I definitely saw a lot of people. I, I saw y'all, you know, you two talking about it, and I was like, all right, let me see just click it. I got sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So. You mean you didn't rush to hear the new rap god Will Smith and his latest thirty-two bars? I wanted to hear it because everybody was saying it was good, and I was like, "Oh, really?" I wanted to hear how good it was. Like, was it you know old school Will Smith? Or was it you know like slightly above? Why? Well, like, I wanted to hear. I was curious. So I, but I'll let's do it. I wasn't that curious because um. Like I said, I had heard him on, on that that his son's joint and on Logic's joint. I was like, oh, yeah, he probably did the same thing he did on that. I don't this think he was good on Logic's joint, was he? Yeah, I thought he was pretty good on yeah. I, I don't think I heard the Logic record. I remember him being okay on that. I don't I don't remember saying, like, he was whack. No, he wasn't whack. He was just doing – he was doing Will Smith. Because it was an old school shit, right? It had that old school thing yeah. to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This verse, this verse doesn't sound like that. This sounds a little bit more modern. You can still tell us an old dude rapping. Okay. Yeah, but, you can tell us an old dude rapper for sure. But he the he the way he tackled the modern cadences and yeah. like the modern flows, and he was in it, he used like four flows in his song, and I'm like, wow, like he was sounded limber and spry. And I was like, <laughs> who is this Dominique Dawes version of Will Smith who was flipping and bouncing all over this track? Like it is son help or his daughter. If his son helped, it probably wouldn't have been good. <laughs> I don't know. That he's another one that I think that if he I think a lot of these people at this point, I think a lot of these people actually really could rap better if they wanted to, but I don't think they want to. Oh no. For some reason I have a feeling I don't know, I could be bugging because I did listen to one of his albums. I didn't think it was very good. But part of me does feel like if Jaden Smith really wanted to rap better he could i don't think he wants to yeah i mean there's no money in that like where's the money there's no money in like being some technical lyrical miracle rapper from jaden smith there's no money in that and maybe it's just not fun for these kids yeah but see i i think that with him well they all like interesting kids so I think the music that he does is is in that realm. So it's just hard for me to envision him being able to. I'm not saying it's it's impossible, but I just haven't seen evidence of it yet. I thought he had some okay. I thought he had some okay verses on that first on his first solo album. I didn't really listen to the second one like that. I thought there were some okay verses on that where I could see where the potential for Jaden could be. But it also sounded like Jaden was going so far left with the content and the style that it was kind of like he was still in that emulation phase of like, this is kind of Travis Scotty, this is kind of Young Thuggy, this is kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't sound like he, like Icon sounded like a song that could have been maybe like a little bit more truer to him. 
but it kind of, to me it just always felt like he didn't have a total grasp on who he was as an artist so he was just making songs whatever was coming to his mind and some of it was for better and some of it was for worse that could be the interference that i was you know that i'm experienced when it comes to his music i mean you're talking about a guy that's running around doing all these damn movies and you know trying to make a song and you know saying all kind of weird quotes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like you know it's it's probably interesting growing up as will smith's son you know so Hmm. um what was the other thing you had mike i think we're probably running late should we skip it it's it's not that important i mean i could be i could be real 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 quick um and i don't know if y'all heard about uh 19 year old uh vanita richardson and 30 year old uh truvenia campbell um they were found dead under a bridge with bags over their heads. This was this past Wednesday. Uh, this happened in Georgia in Floyd County. Um, so the GBI is saying that if you were traveling in that area and you saw any suspicious activity between Tuesday at 10.30 p.m. and Wednesday at 11 o'clock a.m., then please snitch and call in because they really don't have any real leads. These were two mm. black girls that were found dead under a bridge. And the only thing that they can they can figure out is somebody drove them there, killed them either there or somewhere else, and threw them over the bridge. Jesus so, Christ. and it's not getting a whole lot of attention, I guess, because this COVID shit is just so more so much more pressing and newsworthy. But I found this story to be really disturbing. Say that name again. Uh, Benita Richardson and Truvenia Campbell, and I I think they're i'm pretty sure they're related they're either they might be they might even be sisters maybe one of them married. They were sisters they were sisters okay thank you yeah yeah so yeah they weren't yeah ah. they are sisters yep yep so oh, i'm gonna make it a point to make sure that i put that story up because i hadn't even heard about that until you just said that so i'm gonna make it a point to make sure that that story goes up first thing in the morning thank uh, you on, on the site because that's insane Thank Especially you. to have it in Georgia right now amidst everything else that's, that's happening in this crazy ass state. Like, yep. Rome, Georgia. That, Mike. Rome, Georgia. So. Damn, I've been to Rome too. God damn. Oh, that's cra- with bags over their heads. That's that's the story because I when I found this, I only found it on two websites. Yeah, we're gonna change that tomorrow. Yeah, well, one of them was definitely definitely more official than the other one, so I know it's a true story. It's not mm-hmm. made up. But yeah, it's not getting very much news coverage at all. Okay. Speaking all right. of deaths, did we did we mention all the deaths um, that happened last week on the last podcast? We did. did we? I can't remember. Oh, you talking about Ahmad? Well, no, I'm talking about like little Richard. Oh yeah, Andre yeah, yeah, yeah. Harrell and yeah, yeah. Eddie Wright. You mentioned that last podcast? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah um, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it there then. Um, but yeah, I saw that, and I I started reading the article. When I saw the bags over the head, I was like, "All right, man, I I, I couldn't do anymore." I feel you. And I know they were trying to push, uh, trying to remind people about the whole thing with Breonna Taylor too, mm-hmm. as well, because um, Ahmad just kind of took over the news cycle. Yep. So something like that with bags over the head is. I, I I haven't seen a lot of news stories with something like that, so I'm surprised that that a lot of places haven't picked it up um, because of the the detail of what happened. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. 
to be fair, it did just happen. Like we're recording this on Sunday. It did just happen on Wednesday, but still. Still talking about two bags over girls' heads. That's 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 like a terrifying image to even think of. Yeah. And tossed over like that's grim. That's movie shit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly. very, very grim. Very tossed very over grim. a bridge like trash. Yeah. They were both yeah. just found at the bottom of the fucking bridge. Yeah. So Etowa Bridge. E-T-O-W-A-H bridge in Rome, Georgia. That's cool. All right. Well, um, that's gonna do it for topics this week. We're gonna um jump into our comic commentary and pass the my semic after this quick break. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Uh, you dig, bro? Man, the Ahmad Arbery incident is so sad. We got we got from Emmett Till to Michael Brown Jr. to Ahmad Arbery. Sometimes I wonder if there is ever going to be a day where hate crimes will be obliterated. I'm not sure if Ahmad Arbery's murder was racially motivated, but at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Come on, man. <laughs> right. Like, what the? Come on, man. Uh, but okay, if you want to leave yourself that out, that's cool. Uh, Lily Her 12 uh, responded to what I said yesterday on the po- well last week on the podcast. I'm technically a new fan, been listening since last November. I love your podcast. Here at work, I sound like a crazy person laughing out loud during these tough times as an essential worker. You guys have pulled me through. Thank you for keeping the podcast going. You guys keeping some of us mentally plugged in still. I only got a Reddit to comment along with the fan base, and you guys shout out from Omaha, Nebraska. That's dope. Um, That's dope. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, Matt Fagan, I found myself getting annoyed with the pandemic documentary too. I had people I went to high school with, people who graduated at the top of our class posting it. I think it boils down to people thinking that because it's outside of mainstream thought and goes against what the establishment is saying, that it somehow makes them smarter than everybody else. Just a simple Google search about this woman, like Mike said, will show you she's not at all credible and should not be believed. Scary shit. And did y'all ever go back and watch it? Probably not. Right? I haven't yet. That's what I was asking. I was asking. Uh, I sent a text out asking what do y'all say to go watch. Oh well, no, I don't. I mean, I thought you were asking for like you want to watch something enjoyable. Yeah. Ooh, but I, but I was trying to remember everything that you that everybody had. Oh. I'm just I was just curious, you know what I mean? Yeah, I that's not really a recommendation. That. I wouldn't. I wasn't really recommending you watch it. You. you know I what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, Black Soul One Five Five wrote: OnlyFans got popular because horny niggas got their stimulus checks and couldn't, <laughs> control, and couldn't control themselves. They'll throw money around willy-nilly and the more popular girls showing how much they were making led to more Instagram models joining the service. Disclaimer, I'm not trying to bash y'all that do pay for OnlyFans nor the models. It ain't my dollar. However, it's definitely not for me. Also, not a fax only. So, Does anybody use OnlyFans outside of, like, sex and all that? People do. Does anybody just use it as, like, a patron type of thing? They do. 
but but it, it's just that's not the perception of it. And the people that are making the most money out of it aren't Patreon type people. Mm-hmm. It's the the you know the oh, type stuff. So, but but so I thought that before Sophie explained it last week, I thought that that was all OnlyFans was. I thought it was just like sex work. Mm-hmm. Nah. So there's like I don't want to say regular people, but there's like non-sex work people on there doing just regular stuff. So I, I, I went on, yeah, because I want to. I, I I put it in after we talked about it. <laughs> I went on there to see because I keep seeing it pop up everywhere. I'm like, why is people all of a sudden talking about OnlyFans? So I went on there because I think somebody just I saw a post where somebody got their their relationship is over because of OnlyFans account. Y'all, y'all seen that trending? Yo, uh-uh. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like he was like, "Yo, but you made an OnlyFans account." And I told you not up. to do that, huh? No, no. What? Dude was telling his girl, "I told you not to do that." Yeah, he, he told her not to justify it. it. Like, well, you know, I gotta pay bills, and it's like, get a fucking job. <laughs> wow, I didn't. But anyway, see so yeah, with all of that going on, my like, man, what's what's what what is this? So I went there, and it takes you to the um, homepage. So it's this is basically just like a like a Patreon type of thing. That's it. And people are using it for, like, sex and all that type of stuff. But it's really just like a – that's why I asked that question because I'm like, is there anybody using it outside of that? Because it's, it looks like a – you go there, it, it's not explicit. It, it looks like you signed up for, like, a Patreon or something. I didn't know that. So that – It's like OnlyFans. That kind of sucks for them, name, Think about the name. It's OnlyFans. Like, we could do that. Like, say if you tell you about all of an OnlyFans account. People mm-hmm. be like, what the hell? But it's like <laughs> – it, it, it might be a good marketing tool. I'm looking at it now, Rod. I'm telling you, see how it looks? Sign up, look, log in with Twitter. Look great. It looks very, like, just regular. It, it doesn't look like an explicit type of thing. What Twitter am I going to use? Uh... <laughs> use Beezies. <laughs> I didn't think he was paying attention. <laughs> I heard that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know. I've never actually gone on the site. I just, I, I have sex worker friends, so I've seen them, like, promoting it. So I just automatically assumed it was just sex work. If you go to the site, man, it looks like Patreon. It's it's wow. like, damn, like, wow. That's why I act. So that kind of sucks for OnlyFans, doesn't it? That's what I was thinking. I was like, Not well, necessarily. But they, I mean, if, in the money. I get they're making the money, but if that's the only avenue that is at this point viable for them because like well who's like a really family friendly youtuber like b who's like a video gamey youtuber that's very family friendly but there probably are some gamers that's on only fans though i mean there, there probably are but would they be like the really 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 popular ones like would they at this point venture into only fans you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. Because picture, the, I can't picture someone, a video game family friendly person, to do something like that. I can't. Because sometimes they might play like mature rated games. I mean, you know, it's games that's like MA or whatever. That's yeah. only for like young about niggers and shit. I know how it go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anybody, but okay, Ellen. Like, if Ellen wanted to do like a Patreon ish type site, she's not going to go to OnlyFans, right? Because that would that would look bad. But I think she would do it just for shifts and views. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't advertise as that. 
It doesn't advertise as a sex type of thing. It just advertises like it's for fans. Like Tommy fans. Lauren. Huh? Tommy Lauren. The little the little blonde chick that's, you know, she's real popular because she's young and pretty, but she's like this really conservative chick. You know who Tommy Lauren is. If I saw her, maybe. I don't know who you're talking about. Well, she's very, very, very family friendly. Like family first, Trump first, all this shit. America first. Yeah. I couldn't see someone like that opening up on OnlyFans because of the reputation that OnlyFans has at this point. Candace Owens. Say again? Candace Owens. Candace Owens. There you go. Perfect example. Yeah. She wouldn't open one, right? She might. She might need to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, yeah. Cause she so, Rod, right, you, you, you actually logged all the way in? No, I didn't log in. I just went to the home page. <laughs> oh, so when you log in, it's something different? Got some titties? No, I haven't logged in. Yeah, it just says, I mean, it does look, they do trick you. Uh-oh, so it looks a little porny. Oh, I see the little girl. Hold on, let me see if I can type it in over here. Uh, you see a little girl. Some Somebody on the damn bar, kitchen bar. Let's see, let's kitchen get rid bar. of this. <laughs> hey, man, don't yeah. have nobody coming to the studio, man, trying to <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hansen and them. Oh, uh, yeah, I was trying to screen share. B, I forgot. I don't Hell have- no. Hey B, <laughs> hey, B, show us your OnlyFans account, man. I don't got no OnlyFans account. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. Not what I heard. Hey, uh, uh, open up um, screen share. Fuck it. I'll just hold it up to the camera. Yeah, just hold it up. That's what it looks like. See, it's not like explicit. It's a trick. That's it. That's all that's it porn. is. That's porn font, though, Rod. You're a design guy. That's porn <laughs> font. Not. Yes, it's it not. is. See, look it's at her. Not. Look at the fitness chick. That's a trick. It's that's not, what man. I was talking about on the bar. Oh, yeah. that's Come on, man. Who sits on the who sits on the kitchen counter like that? I didn't see the scrolling thing that he's looking at. But, but, but like, look at the font. and the. It, it just looks like OnlyFans. Like, no matter what you do, it seems like, yo, this is for your fans to support you. Oh no! That's what it looks like. The word "fans"—that's porn font. <laughs> that's like—that's like the really fancy porn, like where they don't choke you or spit on you or nothing. They're just like real, real erotic like, with it, like babes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or erotica.com. You know? Erotica babes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might be right. You might be right. Look, I'm sure there's some trickery there. I'm sure there, I'm sure there's little like hints of it that people just know that the culture knows that. Oh yeah, that's that's it right there. Yep. And a little lock on it. Yeah, that lock. <laughs> oh, that lock me. Yep. <laughs> they slick though. I went to that joint. I was like, yo, this is crazy. This is not even advertising as that. Like how? Oh man, that's wild. All right, well. B and FIFA are checked out, so we're going to get out of here. All right, so let's jump into our Pass the Mic segment where we answer your questions. Uh, this question I'm pulling from social media, but you can send us your question to isthemicesalon at gmail.com or send us a voicemail at 470-440-0811. This message is coming from Twitter, and it's from Ventura. So he says, hey, guys, I have a question for y'all. So you guys are very heavy on keeping up the social distancing guidelines, and I was curious on to what your thoughts were on this. So I work in a service department at a dealership, and we are open since we are deemed essential. 
everyone there still comes in some form of contact with guests, whether it's directly with the guests like myself, he's a service advisor, or getting in and out of guest cars like myself and technicians. So do so. Needless to say, we are all exposed to a whole lot all of the time with guests and the fact that we all work with each other under the same roof. So with that, is it wrong if myself and friends from work do still hang out outside of work since we're already exposed with each other at work? When we do, we limit our gatherings to only those who we work with, and usually there's usually there are significant others since they are exposed because they live with the person still going into work. Y'all discuss everything going on and a lot about social distancing, and I wanted to know your take on this. Thank you for answering if you do, and I love the show. All right, so I guess what he's saying is that is it wrong for him to hang around with his coworkers and their significant others outside of work? since they all basically been exposed to the same shit. Um, I mean, to me, it that sounds like if you are going to have gatherings and hang around with people, to me, that sounds like if there is such a thing, the most responsible way to go about it, either, either go be around people who you've already been in contact with or people who you just trust that they've actually been doing what they've, you know, say they've been doing it. They say they've been inside or whatever the case is. I mean, all of us have gone outside for one thing or another, whether it's the grocery store or whatever. And it sounds like with this COVID thing, there isn't a lot of hard core answers about, you know, just the transmission and everything. I mean, we know that you want to stay away from people and that kind of thing, but it's affecting people differently. And it just seems like there's a lot going on with it. So, I mean, ultimately the best thing is to stay away from everybody. But if you're at work and you have to be at work with your coworkers and you're around them all day anyway, then I don't necessarily see what the difference is between the the service department or somebody's apartment. Hmm. I wouldn't necessarily hold that against them or whatever. Um, it makes sense. Logically, it makes sense, I guess. Um, you just, and then you're putting yourself more at risk regardless, right? <clears throat> the, the more people it is, the more you put yourself at risk. Um, so it's no way around that. I mean, like Josh just said, the ultimate way is not to be around people, just period. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I get the logic that that um you know you know he's with a significant other so I mean it's the same thing. All right, so it is, and I I think the logic the logic bears out. I'm I'm just thinking that what if one of your coworkers get exposed because of one of the guests and you weren't around him that day and then y'all hang out after work and then you get exposed to him then and then you know you spread it to the significant other and then of course it multiplies from there that's the only thing that i'm thinking about that's exactly what i was gonna say to the t i don't i don't trust anyone enough to just be like well i saw you at work for a couple hours and you know Oh, you didn't do anything afterwards? You just went straight home and you came here? All right, cool. Come hang out. Let's play video games. No. No. For all I know, you were going to the fucking mall. You went and got a massage. You did who knows what. I don't trust anyone to tell the truth when it comes to COVID at this point. I just don't. So, nah, I'm with Ken. 
But I think you know the people that you work with to a degree, right? Not not everybody, but there's certain people that, that you're close to. You know what I'm saying? That's part of your immediate circle anyway. That, you know, like, because like, like me and B, we've been, you know, we've been in person doing mm-hmm. beat battles. You know what I'm saying? We've done a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally, grocery store, because I got to eat physical therapy because my back is jacked up from this accident um, and work because I got to pay bills. Like, I literally don't go anywhere else outside of that. But see, for me, that's enough. You couldn't come in my house. And this is nothing against y'all. And this is nothing I against you. you. I trust you, but it's beyond trust. Like, the no thing about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go into the grocery store, you got to eat, but you could catch it there. And it's not your fault that you caught it, but it could still yeah. happen. Well, you know, you, you, you know, you got to be protected. You got to have your mask. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you got to have, uh, you got to have everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to have your gloves. But you that shit's not that. foolproof. Because I, when I go out, I wear gloves and a mask, but I could still catch it. So when I say that I wouldn't hang out with y'all, it's partly because I don't want y'all to give it to me, but it's also because I would feel terrible if one of y'all came back and was like, yeah, man, I, I got it, and somehow it was traced that I gave it to y'all. So, I mean, I do think that they are being irresponsible. I don't think that that's a wise decision. I think when Josh said y'all should all just stay the fuck away from each other, that's the only logical way. Yeah. The only logical way. You don't have to hang out with each other. Trust me, I'm, I'm, it's driving me fucking crazy to not have human interaction. Literally, the only friend that I hang out with is my ex who lives five minutes down the road because we're still cool. And that's because I know for a fact she don't go nowhere. And I don't go anywhere. But we're the only two that interact. But if I had other friends that were like, hey, man, I'm not going anywhere either. You know, do you want to c- come hang out? Nah, I'm good. I feel you, but that's slightly contradictory of what you were saying because you do trust that one person. That one person, yes, but that's not a work situation. I feel you, and I just got back to work. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I've only been working for like two weeks now. No, 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 I'm not talking about you. I'm not judging you. No, no, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying prior to when me and B were in person, like, I wasn't physically at work. Right. So the only grocery, whatever. But, you know, you were saying that you don't trust nobody, but then... You go on to say you trust this one person. No, I feel you. That is contradictory. I, you know, and and so, you don't know. You don't know. Like, because obviously you're not there right now. Now I don't know right. if you're going to go over there. She's going to come over here. But you don't know who the hell is over there. No, no, no. So let me let me be, <laughs> let me be clear. I'm not going in her house. Mm. We're not hanging out in that capacity. The only the only hanging out that occurs is we might get separate food and sit on her porch, ten feet apart, and eat together and talk. Which oh, yeah. that is that is say again. Is the wind blowing? I do 10 still, bro. <laughs> I don't trust none of this shit. And yes, yes the wind blowing because that, that, home. Huh? Yes, the wind blowing because that decreases into like three. If the wind blows, I'm going home. <laughs> but we we literally talk all day. And if she if she ever said, oh, well, you know, and I know she wears a mask because she's paranoid like me. But when it comes to work people. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if all y'all wear masks whenever y'all go out. I don't know that. But her, yeah, she's like, yo, I wear a mask and I wash my hands 25,000 times a day, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes to, like, work people, nah, we ain't got to hang out that much for me to risk my life. All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.